Welcome to today's episode of Respiratory HQ's Journey to Success podcast. I'm your host, Tanya Peel, and if you haven't done so already, go ahead and hit that subscribe button so you never miss out on another episode. And guys, you don't want to miss out on these next few episodes. Um, if you're just tuning in, we started a series of podcasts last week that had to do with study techniques, study strategies. And what we're doing is bringing in students that are in their second year of their RT programs, and they're going to talk to you about strategies that they are using that they know are successful, that they're performing well on their tests, they're performing well at bedside and clinical practice. So you don't want to mess out. We're fixing to bring another student in. Welcome back, everybody. I'm your host, Tanya Peel, and today I have Scarlett Luis with me. She is a second-year student from Santa Monica College in California. Welcome, Scarlett. How are you? Good. Thank you for having me. Oh, thank I'm you doing for great. coming on and sharing your expertise. So let's just kind of talk about where you are in school. You are entering your second year. You've been in the program a full year, correct? Yes. Okay. Good deal. So when you first started respiratory therapy school, you didn't really, nobody really knows what to expect. So as you were going in preparing for your first tests, what was your study strategy upon entry? Uh, my first strategy was um, just to review my notes um, and that wasn't working well. So I had to change it up okay. a little bit. Okay, so just reviewing over the notes, and are these notes your instructors gave you, PowerPoint notes, or notes that you were taking yourself? Um, these were the PowerPoint um, my instructors were giving me, and I was buying um, notebooks to, because I started off with um, physical notebooks, uh-huh. and that's what... Yeah, just didn't work. And, yeah. and that's a common thing for students that what they think they're going to start with, which served them well in the past, doesn't work really well for them. So you had to change your strategy because it just wasn't working. You weren't getting the grades you wanted, I guess. So what did you change to? Um, so then my instructors started suggesting study groups and they really emphasized um, study groups. So um, I began with study groups with a few classmates but sometimes I felt um I wasn't as prepared as my classmates so um I felt like I wanted to contribute more to the sessions so I started to self-study and then towards after studying myself try to organize like a review session Okay, I, and I think this is really important what you're saying is when you study with a group, it's a team, right? And you all mm -hmm. have to do some work before you meet as a group so that you can all contribute. And that's, that's good for you to realize you wanted to be able to bring more. So to, in order to bring more then, what did you start doing on your own before you met as the, with the group? So um, I started reading um, reading the book. Um, I know as students, we see this big book and we're, we're like, wow, that's like a really big chapter. And we're just trying to skim through it. And actually reading 
through it um, and dissecting it section by section was pretty helpful for me. And then um, we start, like I started um, taking notes in my book, highlighting my, like my actual book. And then towards getting closer to my second year, um, I purchased an iPad um, because one of my classmates, um, she was, she showed me that she had an ebook and it's a lot of books to be carrying. Mm -hmm. And we were carrying all those books. And then she told me, she was showing me how on her iPad, she was able to highlight um, on the book and make markings. So I purchased an iPad and then it kind of saved me from buying so many notebooks and flashcards where I would just lose in a few days. And um, using the GoodNotes app, I was able to organize my my notes by, by the course section and topics within that section. Okay, you've got a lot of really good stuff here and I don't want anybody to miss it. So I'm gonna step backwards just a little bit and ask you questions about key points here. So the people that are listening at home can, can kind of look into this for themselves. So first of all, reading the book you say is very key. I probably have to tell my students right now, did you notice she said, read the book? (laughs) Okay, so you you probably, when you read it, because Egan's, some of you used Egan's, some of those chapters are way up here, right? Like over your head when you first read, and that's normal. So probably the first time you read it as the student without benefit of the lecture, it might not make a lot of sense, right? Mm -mm, No. Okay, so you're reading it beforehand, your instructor then is probably lecturing on it. Mm-hmm. And then you go back and read it afterwards. Am I understanding that correctly? Yes. Okay, so reading the book before and after the lecture is key to picking up points. And then you are highlighting in the book. Yes. Right? Okay, now we kind of, you and I kind of talked about this a little bit earlier. So you have a color blocking strategy, right? You yes highlight in specific colors. So let's just keep with the physical textbook first. Tell me about the whole color scheme that you use. Um, I, so the color scheme that I use, um, it, it's more for um, like, I'll, like if on my book, um, if they'll tell me the indications, um, I'll highlight one certain color and then it will tell me the contraindications I will use a different color so like it pops out at me when I'm skimming through it or passing through it okay so uh there are there is a certain color that you use anytime that you're talking about a strategy an indication for certain therapy that that's what color is it do you know (laughs) um I'll I'll use like pink um pink okay. or like bright so, colors yeah yeah pink for indications and then I guess when your instructor lectured and you took lecture notes did you highlight those in the same color yes ah, so indications were always the same color got it and so mm-hmm. everything's categorized by color and that's a brilliant way to separate things in your mind and those of you at home if you haven't tried this this is a a really good thing to get you to separate that out in your mind and then when you're testing your brain your when you're reading you see the word indication but your brain sees that color and then you can almost picture on your notes what it looks like huh mm-hmm. okay yes. good strategy so reading 
and color coding your highlighting of the textbooks mm -hmm. and coordinating it with the notes that the instructor gives you. Okay, great. So, and then from there, you said that you had one of your classmates, because y'all have a lot of books and they're heavy. Yes. And you are reading your books, so you need to yes. use those books. <laughs> All right, and so you got an electronic form of the book that you could read on your iPad, right? Mm hmm yes. But it's interactive also. Um, you can highlight the textbook yes, on, on yes. your iPad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. Okay, so that made it much easier. So that's a good solution for those of you if you don't want to lug the physical textbook around. They do have ebooks, and those ebooks allow you to highlight. So if you have a portable device, that makes it super easy. All right, so tell us about GoodNotes because some people might not use GoodNotes to be to know what that is. Um, so GoodNotes is an app on um, the. I think I purchased um, to get more, um, like more um, material. Okay, gotcha. Because um, like it had more features, and I think it like it wasn't that expensive. Um, I think it was like four ninety nine for like the the one time fee. Yeah. But um. Like the features included um having like little folders and then you can um have a notebook and then you choose the kind of paper um that you want for your notes. So you can have line paper on it or the the grid or the dots, like you can choose the template that you want. And so for this you can also add um pictures um in with your notes so um that's one thing i really liked about it because um as when i first started my my notes were a little all over the place uh -huh. um so i have like my my draft notes and then i re um organize them into um my review notes so it's a lot of like rewriting Okay, well, so, but that's good. Okay, so let me just kind of make sure I'm understanding. Let's, let's let everybody else know. So GoodNotes is an app that you can download on your iPad. Probably needs to be a tablet or a PC that you use it because phone's probably going to be a little cumbersome. So you were able now to go from your physical notebooks that you were taking notes in. You still may use them to take notes initially, yes. right? But then you organize all of that into GoodNotes. And, and this is what you study from. But yes. you have features that you were talking about. You can put pointers to certain things, right? Mm -hmm. So now you're putting all of your notes in an electronic format, and you can still use the same color coding system, can't you? Yes. Yeah, awesome. And you're able to set up folders for individual classes with this. Yes. Okay, so now you're completely portable, right? Everything's in your yes. iPad, your books, your notes, and everything. All right. And you're able to bring pictures into GoodNotes. Yes, and I'm also able to import the PowerPoints from my instructors um, into that. So I have like all my information is my entire my my entire school life is into that app. Good notes. Okay, so do you have an iPad that has the the pen that you can write with it? Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, that makes so it a little easier. Are you yeah? Are you able to use that with your PowerPoints? Like, can you bring the PowerPoints in and write with the pen like notes, or mm -hmm. is that too difficult? Um, yeah, like I can write my notes, but they all, they also have a feature where you can type the notes. Um, so like, I don't necessarily think you would need, um, uh, 
the pen it just makes it a lot easier but um yeah i can import my powerpoint lectures and write from like from there yeah and so bringing being able to import pictures from your book or the web websites or whatever you can then label them also mm -hmm. yeah that's awesome okay great tip right there guys so if you're looking for a particular app that is fully comprehensive and very, very easy to organize, GoodNotes is, is a good app to use. All right, great. Okay, now tell me, you're using the iPad differently also, though. What else are you using it for? Um, my iPad, so like during lab, um, I also, because we have like a lot of um, lab material to work with, like nasal cannulas, um, the ventilators. So with this, I'm able to take pictures um, of all the stuff we're working on and label them. Cause like we do have lab pra practicums where we have to name um, the equipment. Mm -hmm. So it makes it easier to take home and study when I don't have the equipment at home yeah. with me. Yeah, and so you can take a picture of, I don't know, uh, I don't know that nasal canyon could be, but you could take a picture of a Venturi mask. Yes. And you could take pictures of how to, take it apart and put it together so you remember how to do that when you're at home. Yes. Okay. And I'm thinking it's going to be really great for like when you're learning different ventilators. Yes. Are you taking pictures of the user interfaces, the different screens on the vents? On the different screens and also the entire ventilator as a whole, because we are also learning how to set them up and where um, the circuit goes. And so it makes it easier to go home and review it. Yeah, yeah, okay, so now, and you, we, we kind of talked a little bit earlier, you have, y'all transition between like five different ventilators that you're learning? Yes. Okay, so even though there's commonality, you know, tidal volume is tidal volume, and respiratory rate is respiratory rate, but those those buttons and knobs and everything are different yes. on different ventilators, right? So when you take pictures, do you take, notes next to those user interfaces on each vent so you can remember where everything's at yes i do um when my um professor was also showing us the difference between um this this might be a little um advanced for for new students but um it was nice to see the difference of when it was a spontaneous breathing um pattern to a mandatory um pattern so that was like the best time to take pictures of the yeah. interface. Yeah, you could see the difference in the breaths and mm -hmm. how they looked. And so going home, you didn't have to try to remember it because you had pictures of it right there. Okay, yeah. so I think that is a brilliant use of technology. Um, and, and everybody has at least a phone, so you wouldn't even have to have an iPad. You can nope. use your cell phones and take pictures and lab of all the stuff that you're doing, guys. So um, you could even, I'm, I'm assuming, and I know my guys do this with their cell phones when they are going working through a competency, the step-by-step -step components, they videotape themselves yes. or videotape, <laughs> record on their phone um, a video of them doing that so they can watch that at home. Yes, my they'll classmates, oh, they'll do that. Um, they'll, because um, for our lab practicums, we do uh, need to practice that. So we'll have like a, a designated people to videotape uh, 
the steps and then we'll share it amongst our group um we have a class group chat so that's where we all share yeah. oh, information that, that's great too and and so my students have the same thing and so guys if y'all are just starting out in school having a group chat on whatever app you want to use is really beneficial because i know my guys sometimes if they're studying and and they need to bounce an idea off of somebody else, they can put it in the group chat and, mm -hmm. and, and chat like that. And I guess another advantage to this iPad and your good notes and everything that you have, because you've shown me some pictures of what you do and, and, and hopefully you're going to give me an example so that I yes. can share with the world. But, um, it makes it really easy then to distribute and share notes, right? Yes, so you can um also export the into a PDF file and it's easier to share. Yeah, yeah, that that's great. Okay, so now let's talk about so you do all of this stuff and you get yourself prepped and when you do all of this, you're really well prepped to be able to bring something to a study group, right? Yes. Okay, so now let me ask you this in a study group because once every if if everybody prepped this way and they came in with this knowledge base, and then you start talking about the these things, do you end up teaching and explaining things to one another? We do. We also um, we quiz each other, and then um, with the straight face, we'll ask each other like, "Oh, so why why do you choose that answer? Why is that your answer?" So like try to build confidence in um why we select certain answers and then um yeah so yeah. That, that's what we're just quizzing each other and yeah that's great because quite honestly when you're taking a test and you have a b c and d if you don't know why you picked an answer mm -hmm. you don't really know the topic do you so yeah. challenging each other to rationalize their response or justify their response is a really good thing and i'll say from an instructor standpoint the harder you guys as students can be on one another the more y'all are prepared when you come to me to do a competency or take an exam so yeah being hard and being rigid with each other making sure you each understand is is really a good thing and i bet you find too if you're having to explain a concept a concept to a, the group you know it at a different level than if you're studying it on your own don't you yes yeah yeah that okay i think that that's a, that's a key thing and you know we had a we had a podcast last week and we talked about study sessions and that'll come out but you're saying the same things that are beneficial in in study groups and so i think guys that are listening in rt school if you're just starting there is a big value in forming study groups and it doesn't have to be a huge group sometimes smaller is better you know so and and you've worked with scarlett you've worked with big groups y'all started out with kind of big groups right yeah we we try to because like our schedules kind of um don't match sometimes but we try to have big groups but smaller groups are just as good too yeah, yeah yeah sometimes they are sometimes you can stay on on topic a little bit better with yeah. Okay, let's talk about one other thing. So you um, were talking about anatomy games. Yes. Um, so one of and one thing that um, one of our lab quizzes that we were taking were like the anatomy of the larynx, the trach. Well, the whole. Um, yeah. yeah. So um, 
our instructor gave us this website, purpose, um, purposegames.com. Uh-huh. And if we were to um, search for larynx, it, it would have little games where you can, um, it's like, it tell you the, to, um, it was kind of like label games. Uh-huh. So it gives you the name and you click on the part. Okay, um, gotcha. So it's just making sure you can, like, if you, if you were labeling the lobes or the segments of the lung. Yes. Gotcha. So it's a good way to study anatomy. So do these, mm-hmm. does this um, website, purposegames.com, guys, I'll put it in my notes to my podcast so you can see it. But does it, does it give any, I mean, anatomy is great. And so I'm, when I say, does it give anything else? I'm not minimizing what it gives, but does it do other types of games beyond anatomy? Um, uh, oh, that's okay. Um, and if that's, yeah. what you for, if that's what you mainly used it for, I mean, it's great. I just didn't know if it had capabilities beyond just anatomy. Um, no, I believe it's just anatomy, but, um, I didn't search for more yeah. to it. Because at the time you were using it for anatomy and it was, yeah. right. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. Okay. Well, one last question for you. New students coming in, like, um, our new class started this week. If you had to walk into my classroom with my brand new students and give them one piece of advice, what's your best advice that you would give them? Um, my best advice for your incoming students. Um, I know I mentioned this before, but it's, um, basically is just, um, to not feel discouraged, you know, like even when you're starting to read the book and nothing makes sense, um, just go on, go pass through it. Um, during lecture, after reading it again, it's going to click and it's going to make sense. So um, it's just to not feel discouraged. I know as a student, like starting, I would get discouraged a lot and I would be like, this makes no sense. Like, I, like, I don't know why I'm doing this, but it's getting a lot easier yeah and the concepts are making sense and it clicks it's going to click yeah so a lot of times when you're starting out and you tell me if this experience is right this is what my students tell me oftentimes we have to start somewhere and it's like you're trying to build this put a puzzle together and you've got all these pieces and you don't know exactly how they fit just yet but as you keep going, you keep plugging away at it, you start connecting them. And then probably what the end of the second semester and into the summer, things just start clicking all the time, right? Yes. Yes. Yeah. And I think that's common. That's good to hear because y'all are in California and we're in Texas. And what you're telling me as a student in California is exactly what my students tell me here. So we have to believe that it is, it's hard when you begin because you, you, you just don't have any knowledge base and we're building it. But if you stick it out, it all comes together, right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's, that's a great piece of advice and everything that you've given today are great strategies for students coming in. I really appreciate your expertise and you visiting with us guys that are listening tune in next week we're going to bring in one more group of students and then the very last lecture i am going to summarize everything that we've talked about dealing with study strategy so scarlett thanks so much and have a great semester when you start back next week and best of luck to you on graduation thank you so much all right
Talk to you soon.